And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, CN Rail says grain movement has improved remarkably in recent weeks. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative, McDougall Auctioneers, for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. CN Rail says grain movement is picking up across western Canada. The director of grain marketing at CN Rail, David Shidnovic, says efforts to restrict the flow of certain types of equipment in western Canada to reduce network congestion has paid off with improved train speeds and cycle times. The break in the weather's also helped. In week 32, we spotted 5,953 hoppers in the country between country elevators and processors like canola crush plants and malt houses. And in week 33, we spotted 5,742. So netting out the canola meal and malt hoppers, CN's been delivering well north of a 5,000 plus per week grain spot plan against the maximum sustainable supply chain capacity on CN of 4,000 hoppers per week in winter. And that's also prior to Thunder Bay opening up. Now two weeks of Strong performance doesn't erase the fact that CN's got a lot of ground to make up in Alberta, Saskatchewan, and in the BC peace. We're still in catch-up mode, but we're optimistic that this pace can be maintained in the country going forward. CN's going to keep pushing to work down the backlog of grain that's been wanting to move. We've got 500 new employees running through the training centre in Winnipeg every week, and we're ready once the winter breaks to move on some of the projects that are set to increase network capacity. So things are moving in the right direction. The grain shipping season at Thunder Bay is also about to reopen for spring movement. Yeah, as it stands right now, it looks like an average start to the shipping season. You know, typically the first Lakers into Thunder Bay are alongside terminals loading grain in around the last week of March. Lakers are vessels built specifically for trade within the Great Lake St. Lawrence Seaway system, and the largest Lakers can load about 30,000 tons of grain. Ocean-going vessels calling on Thunder Bay are also called salties. Now, the opening of navigation is very dependent on ice conditions. You know, back in 2014, when ice conditions were unprecedented on the Great Lakes, the first Lakers weren't into Thunder Bay until after April 15th, and vessels had to travel in convoy escorted by icebreakers. The first ocean-going vessel didn't call on Thunder Bay until after April 30th that year. Shednovic expects grain ships to arrive within a week or so at the lakehead. Once Thunder Bay is available as a shipping outlet, and we come out of winter operating conditions, the maximum sustainable grain supply chain capacity on CN should be about 5,500 hoppers per week. So opening up T-Bay means more overall capacity in the grain supply chain to move more grain. David Shednovic is the Director of Grain Marketing at CN Rail. APAS, Saskatchewan's General Farm Group, is holding a day-long policy conference in Saskatoon today. President Todd Lewis says issues being discussed include grade movement concerns, new trespass legislation, and battling clubroot disease in canola fields. Well, it's a policy conference uh, with our reps from across the province and uh, our membership, and so it's a great time of year uh, to get together and talk policy here before seeding. Uh, you know, it's a hard time anytime now to, uh, from now until really October to try and pick a date that's good for everybody because we're missing some reps this week because they're at home calving. So it's never a perfect time, but uh, we have a good number of reps in Saskatoon here talking about our policy initiatives and and uh, what we should focus on for the next six months. And what are some of those key issues? Oh, certainly uh, lots of conversation already this morning about C-49, the passage. Certainly today at the Senate, they're uh, going through it clause by clause. And so there's some news coming out of the Senate with some of the recommendations that are going to come back to the uh, Senate. Sounds like the own motion power for uh, the CTA is going to be one of the amendments that's going to be put forward back to the to the House. You know, I think we still want to see the bill passed as quickly as possible. So it'll be interesting to see what the House does with the amendments that come out of the Senate. That's one of the issues that we're talking about. Certainly the trespass legislation, uh, we've done lots of work on that. 
We've had papers put out and certainly uh, appreciated Mr. Morgan saying that he would look at the trespass acts and uh, all the different acts that are included in trespassing in Saskatchewan. And it's time to really look at all the acts that affect our entry onto our land and uh, modernize the current legislation. It's been a long time since it's been opened, so that's very timely as well. And of course, club roots always one that we're talking about as well, uh, emerging issue and lots of concern that it doesn't spread across the province like it has in Alberta. And so there's there's always lots to talk about, that's for sure. On the grain movement issue, CN Rail says uh, their grain movement is picking up. Your reaction? Oh, it's not a surprise. Their feet are being held to the fire. I think it's important to recognize that, yes, they are moving up. They're getting paid very nicely for the movement that they are doing. They've done a poor job to this point, so they need to pick it up. And I uh, hope it continues. It is an improvement, but I don't think they should be patting themselves too hard on the back. There's still a huge backlog, still ships waiting. Farmers are paying huge demerge costs. You know, I think at the end of the day, we're going to pay the bill, and CN and CP are uh, going to get paid very nicely again for uh, moving crops and uh, our products in a very untimely fashion and it's disappointing again that we're going to pay a top freight rate for some very bad service again this winter. On another topic, Service Canada officers are letting, I guess, the farming public know that they can conduct surprise inspections and require farmers, uh, employers of temporary foreign staff to allow their investigators to search computers, electronic devices and all documents or risk losing their foreign workers. And what is the, is there any concern there? Oh, I think certainly uh, sounds pretty heavy-handed and intrusive, but if the heart of it is to kind of catch the bad actors that aren't treating their foreign workers properly, I think that's important. But, you know, I hope we don't see, uh, uh, you know, it uh, affect people that are doing the proper job and, and foreign workers are very needed in the agriculture industry and certainly in Saskatchewan there's not as many foreign workers in place in Saskatchewan as opposed to areas with lots of greenhouses for instance or whatever but we do have a segment of the industry in Saskatchewan that does use foreign workers and it's a very important part of their businesses so hopefully these new regulations won't intrude on how they do business and if it catches some bad actors that uh, aren't treating their workers properly that's one thing but we certainly don't want to see uh, business affected and people losing their their workers because it's a very important part of some business plans in Saskatchewan. Todd Lewis is the president of APAS. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered top equipment on the market and brought to you by Precision Ag, the power of growth in Griffin, Carlisle, Carndiff, and Odessa. Agriculture Canada researchers are developing a new plant protein-based bioplastic to keep meat, dairy, and other food products fresher longer. The bioplastic is made from the byproducts of industrial processing of certain plants, particularly proteins from canola meal. Canola meal is a byproduct of producing canola oil. The bioplastic product is designed to protect perishable food better than regular plastic packaging and is more environmentally friendly. Researchers say plant protein-based bioplastic can stretch, doesn't deform in certain temperatures, and in some cases is biodegradable. One challenge is sensitivity to moisture. Not a good trait to protect food with a natural moisture content. But researchers have discovered a formula to make soy and canola protein polymers water-resistant by wrapping them in another polymer. Even though in the early stages of development, Agriculture Canada researchers believe there is great future for bringing the plant plastic technology into the marketplace. Cattle prices across Saskatchewan were showing downward movement during the past week. Provincial livestock economist Brad Marsignuk says feeder steers were down, on average, about $6 per hundredweight. Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were lower in all weight categories last week. 
Canfax reported Saskatchewan feeder steer prices declined between $1.37 and $9.60 per hundredweight. The largest price decline was in the 3 to 400 pound feeder steer weight category, and on average, feeder steer prices declined by over $6 per hundredweight. Saskatchewan feeder heifer prices were also lower in all weight categories last week. Feeder heifer prices declined between $2.50 and $10.90 per hundredweight. The largest price declines were in the 5 to 600 pound weight category, and on average, feeder heifer prices declined by almost $7 per hundredweight. What were the factors pushing down these prices? Well, Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were overall lower on weaker U.S. feeder cattle markets, with both the U.S. cash and futures markets declining last week. And we also saw the Canadian dollar rebound $1.37 week over week, which was also negative for Canadian cattle prices. And what were marketings? Canfax reported 14,949 head of cattle were sold in Saskatchewan last week, and that was down from 17,858 head marketed the previous week. What was happening with market-ready cattle prices? Well, slaughter cow prices in Alberta did edge higher last week. The price of D1, D2 slaughter cows increased $1.38 to average $90.38 per hundredweight, while the price of D3 slaughter cows increased $1.07 to average $79.67 per hundredweight. Fed cattle prices in Western Canada for Alberta fed steers were reported to average $162.76 per hundredweight last week, and that was a decline of $2.43 per hundredweight from the previous week. Marston York says the March 1st U.S. cattle on feed numbers were 11.7 million head, up almost 9% from a year ago, pressuring prices going forward. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading this morning. Canola rose five forty at four hundred ninety dollars and forty four cents. Oats gained a dollar thirty two at one twenty nine fifty two. Number one red spring wheat declined two dollars nine cents at two thirty one sixteen. The rest were unchanged. Durham two fifty eight twenty five. Feed barley one eighty seven sixty three, flax four sixty three sixty eight, yellow peas two thirty six thirty seven, feed wheat one thirty six forty eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, May spring wheat is down five and a quarter cents at five ninety seven and a half a bushel. To you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia six four two fifty three fifty eight or Weyburn eight four two forty five seventy four. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of March 27th. It was Weyburn's turn for a regular sale last week. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.81 cents to $0.93. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.68 cents to $0.80. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.30 cents to $0.60. Cents. And good butcher bulls sold from $0.95 cents to $1.15. We had a pre-sorted calf and yearling sale here last Monday. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $2.17 and sold up to $2.43. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $2.13 and sold up to $2.31. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $2.04 and sold up to $2.20. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $1.95 and sold up to $2.18. 
700 to 800 pound steers averaged $1.82 and sold up to $2.01. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $1.68 and sold up to $1.78. And steers over 900 pounds averaged $1.53 and sold up to $1.61. Heifers are about 20 cents back from the steers. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,800 hogs Monday, selling in a range of 124 to $142 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,000 head, selling in a range of 121 to 142 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down, and four contract prices opened mixed this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar was down 18 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.2886. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 77.84 cents U.S. All reporting regions dropped more than $1.20 a weight yesterday in an ongoing situation of weakness in U.S. cash markets. While the pessimism around market access to China is exacerbating the issue of large slaughter and production numbers, there is also a seasonal component to the current dynamic that has been a feature of the market in recent years. Lean hog futures values are likewise lower on a pessimistic outlook that includes a potentially prolonged trade dispute war with China and news that Brazil is positioning itself to fill any pipeline deficiencies. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today increasing cloudiness, a few showers this afternoon, wind southwest 20, the high plus 2. Chance of flurries or showers tonight, winds gusting to 50 and the low minus 9. Partly cloudy tomorrow, wind northwest 30, gusting to 50, the high minus 4. Chance of evening flurries, the low minus 10. Thursday, cloudy, high minus 5, low minus 19. Friday, sunny, high minus 10, low minus 19. Saturday, sunny, high minus 8, low minus 14. Sunday, sunny, high minus 6, low minus 15. Monday, sunny, the high minus 7. On the roundup, Estevan is plus 4, Saskatoon minus 5. Swift Current and Weyburn both plus 3, Yorkton minus 2, Regina partly cloudy plus 1, that's 34 Fahrenheit, winds are from the south at 16, humidity 78%, barometer dropping 101.0. Cloudy and Moose Jaw plus 4, winds are from the west, southwest 28, gusting to 41. Once again, Regina partly cloudy plus 1, that's 34 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.